Everybody and welcome back to another week of Kent and the Steering Team. As always, you are joined by my inconspicuous, maybe I don't know, my colleague Philip and myself, Drew. Unfortunately, Kent can't be here this week. He's off buying some essential oils to put in his diffuser. Anyway, on with the show. How are you this week, Phil? Better, better. Still a little bit <coughs> coffee. But uh, better. You? Better. Um, a lot better. No I'm not blood. Bleeding. No blood. Hey, no you're course. eating. Hey. I'm eating. I'm eating. I'm eating. I lost a whole heap of weight and then I regained a kilo because I was able to eat again. Yeah. Good feeling. Back it's into good. the swinger eating. Well done. Yes. Pretty important stuff good. that eating uh, business, isn't it? It is. It is. Although I think my my portion sizing for food has been permanently reduced for a while that's a good thing permanently hopefully permanently yeah we'll see it's yeah can't eat the same way anymore it's weird well i I can whistle again oh good i'm glad to hear but you know what's interesting so i i um my father bought brownie mix the other day and i haven't had brownies for a long time brownie mix and i finally mix huh oh yeah yes what the hell is that supposed to mean what, nothing, the, hell's, what the hell's going on? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. You, you have a catchphrase. Oh, God. No, I hope not. Anyway. Um, so, <laughs> anyway. So, anyway. Moving on. So I made he the, bought brownie mix. Yeah. So, Tell I made the brownies. The brownie mix. And I, he, I made the brownies and I was eating them, some of them, over the weekend. It might have been because I was sick or it might have been because I haven't had them for so long. But I used to be able to scoff them down and now I can't get through one really without feeling full and like I've had too much it's interesting disappointed maybe you're just getting older don't you dare don't you dare say that don't I even don't you dare say that guys Philip doesn't get angry often this is yes I do I get angry all the time not, 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 like, not teeth grinding. Yes, levels. well, it's because you're talking about food and the fact that I might be overeating of food. Okay. It's not acceptable. <laughs> I can, I can hear the saliva pouring through those teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, now, now, audience, you need to be aware that there's a reason why Phil got so sick this week. And that is because he pushed himself unnecessarily... Instead of telling his good friends that he was a bit under the weather and that he probably shouldn't be out gallivanting, he pushed on, he fought through, and he came along to the Easter show on Good Friday. Didn't I and... didn't I seriously fall apart at the end there? Oh my goodness, yeah, it was spectacular. That? I couldn't believe how much I fell apart. Like I was doing so well throughout the whole day and I I was like, you know what? Nah, I feel good. I have a slight headache. Um, I have a little bit of a cough. I have, you know, slightly were, achy mu- But I feel pretty good. And then it just fell apart at the end. You were an absolute trooper. You got through the show. You got through the footy. My condolences for your loss. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then back into the show for the evening. And 
Oh my goodness, we tried so hard to get you to come on the ride with us, but no, nah, you were just losing it. Well, I didn't want to... I just, I look, I just wanted to sit down and have a break from having yeah. a break, and I we did. We know. After the ride, we, we, found, we found you on the ground behind a rubbish bin. Yes. That's not even a lie. <laughs> no, it's not. But it's comfortable. You looked at you looked at mm. Svenja and I were enjoying taking snaps of you while we were in the line. No, and then I took a snap of you guys and some weirdo who was looking over as well in the line. <laughs> yeah, old old mate just staring off at something. Yeah, it, it's when I shouted out to you guys, he turned around as well and kept trying to look out for, you know. <laughs> well, I was like, what, what's he looking for? Like, what's he want from me? I'm just talking to you guys. It was so good though. All right, so, uh, boys and girls, um, we went to the Easter show, and, oh, what, I don't even know where, where, to, where to begin. We, we got there, whatever time it was, 10 a.m.? Yeah, something like that. 10.30 yeah, about, ended up being. Yeah, we got there at 10, 10.30, because we had to park the car and, and mm. all that as well. Svenja and I um, got there at 10. Yeah, yeah, you guys. But well, we got there. We got there at about five past ten. But walking out of the car park and then walking over to where you guys were took forever. We're in front of the main entrance. <coughs> I'm getting a bloody cough. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry if it's because we shared the frozen coke. Yeah, but it was nice and cool, wasn't it? Yeah, and then we realized we were sharing your germs. Well, I didn't realize that either. Otherwise, I wouldn't have shared it with you. But mind you, mind you, this was also when I was, I thought it was just like genuinely just a cold. And I was like, I thought I was over it because at that point of the day, I was like, nah, I'm feeling fine. It's hot and sweaty, but I feel fine. And that's just because it was genuinely a hot and sweaty day. But I thought I was, I was like, yeah, here we go. This is good. Yeah, I feel good. And then it turned out to be so much more. And it subsequently meant I got five days off work. Yeah. 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 They, they, they seem to be coping all right without you. Nah, not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, they would have. No, they, they would have. No, they, they, they've been doing okay. I, I've been keeping an eye on them. Well, that's the way. Thank they, you. They do, they're doing all right. Good. But yeah, no, we, we went to the Easter show. Um, personally, I hadn't been for two years. Um, I haven't when been was the last time you went? Uh, yeah, three or four. Three or four, yeah. Um, my sister came along. I don't know... I don't remember the last time she went. It must have been a good few years now. And we had two people with us who had never been before. Mm-hmm. So Svenja had never been to the Easter show. And for those of you new to the show, Svenja is a very dear friend of ours. We talk about her quite a lot on this show. She's and our, she's our uh, administ- ad- admin extraordinaire. As well, yeah, she, yeah, she now she has very recently taken on all our social media. I think you'll so, notice that's why the quality is actually quite high on on there, as opposed to the, <laughs> yeah. the low, non-existent standard set by us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we now have quality posts on the page. It's good. <laughs> I've already, I've already had people comment on the fact that it's. They're like, oh, like they, I've had people that have commented on the, the photo or, or about the photo, you know, the one of you standing there looking off into the distances to where's Phil, that kind of thing. I've had oh, people yeah, that said they absolutely Sunday. love that post and it's like, oh, I didn't, we didn't do that. That wasn't have us. You, have you really? Yeah. Yeah. Genuinely. That's so good. <clears throat> mm, it's fantastic. That's, that's really good because we're, we're pushing a sense of humor on the, <laughs> on the page now. 
we're pushing something onto the page at all. It's, it's anything. humor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But now we... So, yeah, um, we, we have Svenja to thank for that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that photo was up at the entrance. Unfortunately, you were too sick to join us on Sunday. Yes, I was a heaping Sunday pile of mess or something. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about the entrance trip a little later, because we're, we're still back at Friday. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it, yeah, it was Svenja's first time to the show, and I got to... Well, we got to, we all got to, take my four-year-old son, Marcus, to the show. And it was his first trip... And my goodness, he he had a ball, didn't he? He did, and I had admit that I had someone to talk to on my my level. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I love good. that you made the joke first. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It was good fun. Yeah, it was great fun. Um, again, I got to see my wood chopping as well. You guys didn't you did? get to see it, but I got to see my wood chopping. So I was very happy with that. How much fun is it to take a kid to the show? I'm just thinking about that. We I get... just, I, for years, we were the kids being taken to yeah. the show. And to take a kid to the show and uh, I want to go on that one, pointing at the Ferris wheel and like, yeah, done. First yeah. ride, let's go. That was the uh, one of two rides that I went on. And that was fantastic going on the... Uh, sorry, one of three rides. That's right, one of three rides. Um, yeah, that was great fun, the, the Ferris wheel. I forgot how long it goes for yeah it made the wait worthwhile you're on the ride for about like you're sitting there for about 15 minutes on the ride waiting to pick up all the people and then it goes round and round and round and round for about i don't know 10 minutes yeah that's good fun we were we were on there a while (laughs) i know we were it was really good it was worth it and it was was a good place to sit Get out of the bloody heat. Mm, yeah, you got some oh breeze on you. You got to look around. You got a good vantage point as well. Yeah, I was I was nearly dead by what one thirty or something. Oh, I couldn't I, I, believe. <coughs> I was trying when, to keep warm as well. When um, we got out of the dog the the dog hall and we're sitting watching the dog show, I I genuinely I, I thought I was gonna faint. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wanted to stay there for. A, I needed to get. I wanted the uh, the the cauldron, Olympic cauldron to have water spraying off it like it normally does, like a water feature, because I would have walked and stood right underneath that. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would have been right there with you. Um, how good was the lemonade? Oh, oh my goodness. Easter show lemonade. There's something about, something that those carnies do to it. It's just phenomenal. So um, for those of for those of you that have never been to the Easter show, one of the staples that you will find all over the show is the homemade lemonade. Yep. It's and a yellow stall with I, a yellow cup. And I, I can never remember how much the regular size cup is because I don't five buy bucks. the regular cup. Five, five bucks okay. versus seven bucks. Yeah, so you get the large cup. It's seven dollars. But and who cares? Everything in these shows is expensive, and by contrast, that's cheap. Yeah, and look, let's let's be honest. You're going to buy at least two or three cups of it throughout the day. So just prepare yourself for a good thirty, forty bucks just to go on <laughs> the lemon. Amazing. <laughs> But it's incredible. It's delicious it lemonade. It is. And you've got to... You can't go to the show and not get a cup of lemonade. It's and true. especially on a bloody hot day. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was... It was too hot. So, it was too hot. It was it 31 was degrees or something like that. But yeah, um, it felt which, like hotter. Which would be fine, but there was no breeze. Mm. And it's all concrete. It's all yeah. bloody... Okay, guys, you normally hear Phil get worked up. But no, tonight I'm getting annoyed because it just... At, when it used to be at Moor Park oh. in um, 
It was yeah, so the, much the eastern easier suburbs, and there was grass. The whole thing was turf, whereas this one was just oh. concrete, absolute beating sun. Um, How much you're in nicer the west was it at Moor Park? That was good. I still remember I'm, it. I still remember I, it. Yeah, and the wood chopping was, and and all of that was yeah. in. Was it was in the SCG? Did they do the wood chopping in the SCG? I don't know. I didn't. I don't think we went to the wood chopping back then. I rem. I remember there being. I think the animals were in the Horden Pavilion. Mm-hmm. That yeah, much, I, like the farm. The farm stuff was in the Horden Pavilion. Um, did they utilize the stable, small park stables next door? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they they did. All of that was was part of it. Mm-hmm. All the grassland around there was used. Uh, oh, was it, because what happened? They they moved it as they were. I think just after the Easter show, it moved there. Oh, sorry, just after the Olympics, it moved there. Yeah. Or, or did it? I... No, it was before the Olympics. It moved before, it was before the Olympics. It was before, because yeah. two years ago when I went to the show, that was the first time I'd gone in 20 years. And the the last show I'd gone to was in 98. I went the day my sister was born. And that, I swear that was at Olympic Park. Yeah, it would have been before, because the stadium was used for the first time. The stadium opened in 99, so, yeah. so the grounds would have been done well before that, in 98 or, like, 97 or something like that. I'm sure, yeah, 98 must have been the first year that they moved it to Olympic Park. And, yeah, what had to have been? I'm trying to remember. But, yeah, we... Uh, we we had a good day. We aside yeah, from the heat, day. it was it was such a long day. Um, but but we we had a good time. Our our four year old being there with us. He, I am so proud of him. He he was a good sport the whole day. He handled the heat well. He handled the crowd really well, and it just I I was very I was a very proud parent all day. And well done to uh, Imi as well. She did a fantastic job with Marcus as well. Great aunt. My my sister did an incredible job, and I wish more people would hear this show just so that they could, you know, so that she could get a little more recognition for how much she actually did because he was at a point where he just wanted to be a sook and wanted his auntie to carry him around everywhere, and she was just above and beyond for him and I'm sure he'll understand that a lot more when he's older hmm. no one was um, there to carry me though but you know oh she offered to carry you remember yeah that's true but I thought she I'd did offer to much. carry you at one point and you guys were um, were wonderful as well well know. behaved <laughs> no no I mean you were wonderful with Marcus oh, like, good. You, you guys were, were absolutely wonderful and I think we all had a great time you got to tell everyone about your um your what what was it called was it a doffle a donut waffle oh doffle yeah yeah so in, in the Woolworths uh, fresh food dome uh, annoyingly we didn't go and look at the the big pictures on on, on around the the uh, arena know, or whatever it was I know and we didn't and we didn't go to all the cool stalls in the in the arena with all the the spices and yeah, all that stuff we didn't but we did go to two cool things first of all we uh 
excuse me, I did get my doffel, which was a donut waffle. Um, and it was coated in chocolate sauce and uh, mini M&M's. And that was fantastic. So good. Um, For reference, people, we do have a photo of it. We we should actually post it on the page this week. Yes, indeed, we should. Uh, I don't have yeah. the picture of it. So someone... I, I do. Drew, Drew, go ahead. There you go. Um, yeah, Doffel was fantastic. Uh, delicious. And of course, uh, Emmy and I stumbled... Well, Emmy stumbled across a fantastic uh, cheese toasty shop selling cheese toasties for $2. And we smashed them throughout the day. That was, in fact... Up until the very last moment before we left, that was all I'd eaten. It was cheese toasties. Mm. And they were fantastic cheese toasties. They were so good. I want more of those. I want to make a cheese toasty now. Well, we know what you're going to be doing after the show. Yep. <laughs> it's true. Um, and what was the other thing we did in the, in the hall? Oh, yes, of course. So, Svenja had never had a Golden Gay time. <laughs> That's right. And there was a Golden Gay Time stall in the Fresh Food Dome. So, of course, it was time for her to um, have her first gay time. And she did. She had a real gay time. She she had a gay old time, didn't she? Mm, proper. With the nuts and all. <laughs> I think we've exhausted all the jokes. <laughs> yeah, she was exhausted after that gay time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so um, she, yeah. 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 Golden Gay Time. We did the rides. We we didn't do all the rides. We, we we did some fun rides. We did go on a new Sydney Metro train. Oh my goodness! There was a train there. They had a train carriage set up in a tent, and we got to walk in there, up onto a platform, pretend platform, and onto the train. And we stood so, on the train. Yeah, we did. So these are the carriages that are going to be part of the new Northwest Rail Link. That's mm-hmm. where they're going to be first trialed. They are driverless train carriages that will frequent the stations every four minutes sufficient not a word normally found in the vernacular of sydney trains no normally that's the complete opposite in fact of efficient however we we will wait and see um i i think the most amusing part wasn't even the carriage it was the when we disembarked the carriage and walked down the steps to find a digital happy or not survey. <laughs> yes, because they're quite familiar to Drew and I and Svenja, of course. Uh, yes. Because of our employee. Yes, indeed. And had a good giggle to find one of those there. And very happily hit the green button. Yeah, like good uh, Sydney ciders. Because, you know, we, we, were, we were neither disappointed nor surprised. The train did pretty much what every other Sydney train did. It, it was... Set at a grinding halt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect that. <laughs> really good. Well done. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness, the showbag hall. Oh, the people everywhere, kids everywhere, oh. prams everywhere, crap everywhere. Um, oh, rip-offs at every glance. Um, yeah, fantastic the, stuff. The, the traditional Better Homes and Gardens show bag. Mm. Filled with um, with all the overprinted catalogs that they couldn't sell throughout the year. Uh, yeah, from like June 2016. There you go, nice and relevant for you. Yeah, some good tips and tricks. Mm. I'm sure there was yeah. a, a word Between. from Graham Ross in that as well. I'm sure there was. I'm sure Joe Griggs had a few ideas in there, and I'm better there homes were at and least gardens. 
half a dozen recipes from Fast Eddie in there. Ah, oh, Fast Eddie. Remember it used to be Maeve? Oh, do you remember the person before me? I do remember the person before me. Be- Belinda Jeffries. Yeah. Go go there. I, I remember the name. And Damn. and the the craft person, my dad used to work with my, the craft person before uh, they were on Better Homes Gardens. And then they left Better Homes Gardens and someone else came on instead. It's That's that lady now. way back. Yeah, very, very back. Way back when who's, uh, who's it now? It's like Tara someone or something? Oh, some lady that's married to the, the guy with the extra chromosome. The builder guy. I think they're which, married. You know the builder one? guy that's got the afro and he's got, got... He's always got the weird smile on his face and is a little bit crazy. Oh, uh, Jason, is it? I don't know what his name is, but uh, him. He's a, he's, um, a, he's weird. With the extra chromosome. Yeah, he's, got, he's a little bit... Ah, there's ah. a little bit too much going on in there. And, uh, yeah, so... Him, I think he's married to the the craft person. Interesting. It's not the same I anymore. S- they always just use like catalog items miss- from IKEA and like from Bunnings and from like Office Works and stuff like that. They just use other people's stuff instead of being creative. They do. Hmm. I I gotta say, I miss the days of Noni and John hosting <laughs> together. <laughs> Noni and, and John. then and then when they would do the the Christmas episode where they were actually holding family Christmas for the, the cast and crew of the show at their own house and would record the episode at their yeah. own house. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't happen and like that anymore. It's not a home show anymore. And and you'd see the kids running about little Charlie, who's gone on to host a very successful podcast of his own, the Charlie Royal Treatment. By the way, guys, yeah. if you want to hear a good podcast, check check that one out. Really? Uh, and, then, and then, of course, it was replaced with Scott McGregor. Oh yeah, McGregor! Oh, he was always so excited, and you, you, he was—he's in—he was so infectious. Damn it, run a tangent again! Why do we always do this? We're good with tangents. That's what the show is built on. Damn it! It was—I don't—I'm trying to remember the tangent that got us to the Let's Better Homes Guns show bag. No, no, no! But what was the tangent of we should make a podcast? Because it was. I oh, swear, man. it came out of something else. It was, probably came out of one of the web series ideas, and then it was like web series we should do a podcast i don't know what was the tent what how did we i don't remember it, it was i remember it being a discussion with a manual mm. but it had come out of a manual and i tossing around ideas for youtube series oh that's right because this was a year this is years ago before i wasn't even i was even involved with any of this this was so Emmanuel and i were tossing the ideas around a year before we did before you did anything with us Mm. like and even then for a year we we spent a year just tossing around ideas here and there and then one of you two came and asked me about podcasts we were sitting at lunch and you were sitting with us and we were talking about it and then it came up around to podcasts somehow and then all three of us were like yeah podcasts and Emmanuel and I had already tried a couple of demos at that point. Yes. We'd done, we'd done two demos just out of curiosity because we were trying everything at that time. We're, we're, we're just whatever we could give a whirl to. And we'd, we'd done a couple of demos just on an iPhone of us talking to see what it sounded like. And we thought, oh, it's not so awful that the phone exploded. <laughs> So phone was happy with it. And and we played it for you. I remember that. I remember we played it for you and, and you thought it was like it, it had something to it. So we went, yeah, let's do it. And here we are. And here we are. <laughs> minus a manual. 
off, off in the abyss where he is. I don't know. He is in the abyss, but hopefully we will um, we will hear from him very soon and be able to give you all an update on him. Yes, indeed. Oh, yes, we will. Indeed, we will. We will. We That's will. true. Of course we will. We will. We will. We'll hear from him very soon. Indeed. Anyway, where were we? Showbag hall. <laughs> Showbag hall. People everywhere. Crap everywhere. Rip off stuff. I, I, I remember I saw... At you the still the... bought showbags. Yeah, of course I did. Um, it was hot. I needed a hat. <laughs> and I was going to get the Rick and Morty show bag, and then I start, I questioned why the hell Rick and Morty show bag was in a kid's show bag hall being marketed to children, when Rick and Morty really isn't a children's show at all. At all. I don't, what I don't like is that that wound up being your rationale for not getting it. No, my rationale for not getting it was that it was shit house. Yeah, because the backpack you... was so cool. No, it was going to fall apart. It looked like crap. And it was the same hat and everything like that. Everything was the same crap that was in... The Pokemon, excuse me, I burped. Pokemon bag, um, Rick and Morty bag, Pokemon 2, and like another two kind of bags like that. Like everything looked the same and it was the same hat from every show bag, just painted slightly different. Even the hat you got was the same. Yeah, it was the same hat. And and that's so annoying that every, I can, now that I'm older, I can see the cheapness in it. I can see the cheapness and that. It's such... I, I knew it was a rip-off when I was a child, but now I know where it's you, a rip-off. Yeah but, yeah, but you say that, but as a kid, the show bags were different. I, I Okay, so, what, 20... What year are we in now? 18. 18. Oh, okay, so it was 18 years um, between shows for me, not 20. This year was 20 years. Anyway, 20 years ago, I remember getting the, the Lost World Jurassic Park show bag... And it had, it had some activity books. It had coloring pencils with it, but it came with a camera as well. And you could buy film and actually reuse the camera. And I kept it for years and I used it for years. I took it on school camps with me. It came with these really cool blow up dinosaurs that I got to play with in the backyard. There were cool stuff in there. I remember getting a small soldiers show bag at the Castle Hill show the year before that in back in 97. And that had cool stuff in it. It had all these small soldiers toys. It came with a commando elite, um, vest thing, like, like, like a khaki vest that you could wear that I used to wear and run around playing small soldiers in in the backyard with it. Like there, there was stuff there that was good. I think now they've just decided to make it easy for themselves by putting the same stuff in every bag and giving it a different stamp. The coolest thing that we saw in any of the show bags were a couple of the select comic book ones that had the t-shirts. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like I got the Captain America one. Yeah, and how good's the quality on the shirts? Mm. We we were very surprised when we took a look. My sister got the Deadpool bag and and the the Deadpool shirt was really good. However, the annoying thing was the lack of... all available sizes. They obviously yeah. didn't, you know, order enough of mediums. Yeah, but they never really account for it properly, do they? No, that's true. Um, yeah, I still remember as a child getting the Toy Story 2 bag and I had my Toy Story 2 uh, pencils and textures and colouring books and I had my Toy Story 2 straw. It was a um, like a, a curly straw and it looked like Woody's hat. It made the shape of Woody's hat and it was awesome. And I loved it so much. And I used to use it all the time. Whenever so I'd that's have really milk. cool. Mm. And now you don't get that anymore. You don't get shit in them anymore. You get crap. You get the same crap from everything. 
That's really cool. Yeah. I, I remember I had a friend that went to the went to the show one year and they they invited me to go and I couldn't go with them and they brought me back a Harry Potter show bag and it had all this cool stuff and it had packs of birdie bots every flavor beans in there and it had all like Harry glasses and stuff like that. There was cool stuff. However, but it's just recently gone downhill. However, there is still a bag that has the same quality in it that it's always had. Birdie Beetle. Birdie Beetle. Birdie Mother yeah. Truck and Beetle. Yeah. And I got some Birdie Beetles right next yes, to me. Yes, you did. And, and he's prepared to give them away to five lucky listeners. Hey, 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 The first, the what, first what, five hey, people. Hey, 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 what are you, no, 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 no. What are you to, talking about? The first five people to go on our Facebook page and to like and share this week's episode post will be in the running to win a Bertie Beetle. I beg your pardon? Get your own Bertie Beetle, you truckers. Come on, no. you know I'm setting unrealistic terms here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. No one's going to go on the Facebook page. <laughs> That's funny. But actually, you know what is funny though? Even if it is one of those, like, even if you're like in India or something like that, if you wait till August, I might be able to get you one. <laughs> That's funny, you know, because how they say, how like someone might be on the page from somewhere else in the world and they might like the page and it's like, haha, how are you going to get me the birdie beetle? Well, yeah, don't call me out on it. Biatch. Yeah, yeah, because someone's jet setting this year. What the hell's in this thing? It's crunchy. That's what a birdie beetle is. Oh yeah, that's right. You're eating a beetle. <laughs> Don't say that. Tangent time. Don't you miss Beetleborgs? What the hell is a Beetleborg? You don't remember the TV show Beetleborgs? It was these three, these three kids that turned into beetle superheroes. They, they look like beetle versions of Power Rangers. Mm, I don't remember that. Yeah. Look it up, you'll remember it. They had a crossover with Ninja Turtles The Next Mutation. Which also had a crossover with Power Rangers, which was quite cool. What I do remember is a TV show called Magic Mountain, which had these... Which had the, the creepiest um, <laughs> lion. Or... No, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the lion and the dragon. Oh and, my goodness. and the, the panda. But the lion, I mean, the, the dragon used to blow smoke and it would just yeah. go... <laughs> yeah, and the head blow. would roll around everywhere. But he'd say blow when he blew smoke. I know, it's like saying sneeze when you sneeze. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, the show was the show was really good. We've we've talked about it a lot. We had a lot of fun with it. And then we ducked out of the show Mm -hmm. in the afternoon for a little bit to watch the NRL. Yep. We did it was Bulldogs. Can we break down Bulldogs versus the South Sydney Rabbitohs? Yes indeed. And, and again, for Svenja and Marcus, it was their first game. Mm-hmm. Very exciting stuff. Um, we won't focus... Well, we'll focus a little bit on the game. I feel really bad, though. Um, so yeah, the ne- game was fantastic. Um, it was a great yeah. contest. It was close. Um, Bulldogs were doing a fantastic job. And Souths were doing a fantastic job at uh, receiving penalties. And then... Um, <laughs> Only just being able to score points based off of the penalties, not because they're actually a good team. Um, the Bulldogs, though, absolutely stuffed themselves up by copying the penalties. Um, you made the point early in the first half that they were getting tired. 
Yeah, they did. The Bulldogs got really tired at the end of the half. So did the Souths. You could see that all the players were kind of getting exhausted. Mistakes were happening more frequently by both teams. Um, and the refs have been told in the last few weeks, like they need mm-hmm. to pull up every single penalty yeah. now. Which is and, which, and it's look, it's it's a farce when it gets to being um, thirty penalties in a game. Yeah, that's a farce. However, it is good that there is some hard line happening they're pulling him up for things that they should be pulling him up for um they're not letting him get away with as much as they should which is good it's excellent but well, when when i got in the car after after the show that night i was listening to the commentary on the um on the cronulla storm match and mm-hmm. and just them talking about it afterwards and the big man was talking about how he doesn't even recognize the game anymore because they're in this position where the refs are having to do that. Mm-hmm. It's just this constant stop-start. It's not reflective of the game. One thing the game that, can't even flow. It's true. One thing that is bullshit <coughs> from the Bulldogs uh, South Sydney game uh, is that the first penalty that uh, sorry the first try that was scored by uh, the Rabbitohs came because of an error because of the ref. And yes, no, no, I'm not just saying, oh, oh, the ref did this, the ref did that. No, no, the ref even admitted to his mistake in that the Bulldogs had an injury to a player uh, earlier in the game. So we had to shuffle our players around. And normally our captain would be standing on, um, if we're looking at the defense, at at the attacking line, sorry. Uh, No, in fact, if we're looking at the the, um, attacking line of players, he'd be standing off um, on their the Bulldogs' left-hand side. Um, however, the play was happening on the right-hand side. Uh, so, he got... Oh, sorry. For God's sake. Let me start again. Okay, pretty much all that happened was that the Bulldogs' captain was on the other side of the field which he'd normally be on. He had to be on the same side of the field that the play was happening, where the ball was, um, where the defence had to be. And he got called by the ref to go and have a chat with the ref because the Bulldogs had just given away a penalty. And when he went to have that chat, the ref then said, okay, go play the ball. But the captain of ours, who had to be in his spot where the play was happening, couldn't get back there in time. So the Rabbitohs went and scored a try. And then the ref said, oh, I'm really sorry. Uh, I didn't know that you were over there. Sorry, that's that's my, my mistake. Sorry about that. You can't just say, I'm sorry about that, but then give a try. Like, you just... In the end, that try cost the Bulldogs the game. Yeah. The Bulldogs lost themselves the game at the end there when they played pathetically and conceded two tries in the last five minutes of the game and lost the game. That was disgraceful by the Bulldogs and pathetic. Just because you're tired, you can't be that sloppy and lazy and crap at what they're doing. And it's disgraceful just because they've got a new coach this season, just because they've got a new um, couple of players on board, doesn't explain laziness and tiredness like that. That was not acceptable for the Bulldogs. But even still, so the Bulldogs did cost themselves the game there by losing two tries there. Had that try at the other end not happened at the start of the game or early on in the game, we wouldn't have lost the game at all. But anyway, the Bulldogs, it's, that's bullshit, and I'm pissed off at that that, that happened for the ref, especially when he owns up to it. Idiot. What a failure of a play of a ref. And the Bulldogs have again been, been let down by the crappiness of the shit refs in the rugby league. But the Bulldogs, 
didn't do themselves any favours by costing themselves two tries late in that game because they're lazy and stupid. Yep. What I like, though, is that even though they were playing subpar, that it still took an underhanded effort on mm. the part of South Sydney to to make any headway there. And, of course, I am referring to the disgusting mm-hmm. display of play from none other than Sam Burgess. Mm-hmm. That was just appalling. So, basically, what he did was, as the Bulldogs player went to defend or tackle him, um, Sam Burgess did an illegal move in rugby league, which is to put his elbow up into the throat of the attacking player while he's holding onto the ball. And he nailed him right in the throat. Bulldogs player, uh, Brett Morris, was it Josh Morris? I can't remember. It was one of the, the Morris twins. Yeah. Fell to the ground injured with a sore throat because he'd been punched in the throat by an elbow. Um, and, uh, yeah, Sam Burgess was like, oh, what, what, what did I do? What do you think yeah. you did, you fat head, you idiot? Yeah, he just proceeded to laugh it off as if it was nothing. Meanwhile, you've got a player on the ground... He didn't apologise. No. He didn't care. He, he just, thought he was oh, being yeah. soft. Yeah. Yeah, come over here, Sam Burgess, and let me shove my my elbow right down your throat, you idiot. Yeah. yeah tell me how, how he feels. Huh? Yeah. Anyway, but he's thank- been uh, penalised by the, for that. Yeah. Probably. Thankfully, the Judiciary Board has ruled... Two weeks. Um, yeah. Yeah. Guilty. Not not the most spectacular game. It wasn't, wasn't no. a bad game by any means, but... It was certainly interesting. Mm. I was so disappointed to lose in the last five minutes. I know. I know. I had to witness you lose. Mm. We, we all felt for you. We did. I hate losing. We, we know. We all <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah. True. We're all painfully aware. <laughs> yep. Nevertheless, nevertheless, we didn't let it dampen our spirits after the um, after the game. We went back into the show for a couple of hours, mm-hmm. um, where where you finally got worn down. Yeah, yeah. That's where I ended up sitting on the ground by the bin while you guys went on the roller coaster. But not not they they tried so hard to get me to go on the ride. They tried to give up their tickets for ride. They tried to get rides. you to go on any ride mm, with us. And I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't be bothered and I didn't want to. So I didn't. Because um, I'm incredibly stubborn. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got to watch the fireworks. We did. The, well, the, we got we, to... No, the best part the of the show. Easter show was us just mocking the shitness of the um, finale show. There was some people on a the trapeze. There were some people being in wings. The trapeze, the, tra- the trapeze was really good. No, no, that but then, fine. but then, it got to this weird kind of hippie horse demonstration thing with these people in horse costumes. I, I got to tell around. you something. What? They were unicorns. I, I noticed it toward the oh, end that they were horns. Yeah, there they, was something. They, they were horns. They were unicorns. Unicorn costumes running around on the the middle of the field to the music um, of Avatar. M- music of uh, James Cameron's Avatar. Uh, and some lady in red in the middle just kind of waving her arms around in like a majestic manner as if she's trying to coax these unicorns to do something and the camera's looking at her and she's just like, oh, look at me. So these things are going round and round and round. Meanwhile, the most entertaining thing that's happening at that time is they're trying to deflate this hot air balloon and that's not not going all too well because it's, you know, 
the wind's blowing it around. Finally, there's a bit of a breeze and it's picking up this balloon and, you know, throwing things around. That was great fun to watch. And they clearly didn't have nearly enough people on the ground to actually get no, the balloon rolled saw, up. Did you see the guy running back and forth trying to grab the rope? Every now and then I, he'd go help his mate and run back to his yeah, rope. There was, there was a point where both of them were standing at the end of the <laughs> balloon and they had to run to the right-hand side. And as they're running, the balloon started falling and it actually enveloped them. <laughs> it was so great. Ridiculous. And then was, there was that awful motorbike show. Oh, no. Where the, the audacity of that host to be like, oh, if, you know, normally it's like, do you want to see it again? Oh, I can't hear you. But this guy was like, these guys are not going to do it unless you cheer. Like, excuse me? Who the hell do you think you are? These guys I, not going to do it. Didn't didn't you love when he, when he stood on the truck for the last one trying to look cool as they did the jump over him? Ah, oh, he's so oh, confident mate, with himself. Just, just, just mate. Just, no. Just um, and then they had those two trucks. They had a big truck and a little truck. And the guy, again, like that, they had a... The, the, the trucks were cool. They were cool that, vehicles. That, that was a bit of fun to watch. That that was... Yeah. However, the thing that pissed me off was when he went, Oh, look at that. The little one's passing the big one. Yeah, but it's because the big one's slowing down so the other one can get past. Like, it's a much faster truck. Like, it, it's a yeah. circle. This stadium is a circle. This guy can't lose unless he's doing it intentionally, and he was oh, intentionally they, doing it. And they went to talk to him when when it was meant to be the end. Like, how, how are you feeling? Oh, I feel like I could go again. Like, oh, all right. They want to want to see them go again. They're not going to go again unless you cheer. Yeah, Sydney. Oh. Do you want to see them go again? And we said no. And then they went. Do you want to see him again? No. no. And then. Okay, Sydney, they're going you again. Ask, you asked for it. Here they go. We said no. No one asked for it. <laughs> I want Maybe one day... The, the, the contract asked for it. Yeah. I want one day the crowd to stand as one and just say nothing when he says, they're not going to do it unless you cheer. Do you want to see it? And then just silence. You can just hear this like... I was waiting to hear the crickets, but everyone decided to yell no, and I thought, oh, no. You hear, you hear this silence in the stadium, and then just a baby going, ah, ah. <laughs> It could be amazing, and the guy would be like, oh, okay, off we go. Yeah, and then we saw no. fireworks. You know what would have been perfect, though? A tumbleweed. Mm. Oh, at that point, oh. silence and a tumbleweed. Oh. But yes, we saw the fireworks, and not only did we see the fireworks, they were beautifully choreographed to the music. They did a great job. That was one of the better fireworks displays I have seen in you know twenty. Well, the, the cool years. thing is, so during the two the, the, during the uh, midnight fireworks on New Year's Eve in Sydney, they, they do choreograph it to music. However, you don't see it when you're there. The music, the music, you only get to see on TV. Um, what's going on and why they're doing things to a different, you know, um, routine. Um, but here at the Easter show, they'd had to do both there, the music and the fireworks, and it was phenomenal. It was did a great job. Yeah, and they ended it with The Greatest Showman. How good was that? Mm, that was really good. It was really good. Um, yeah, it was terrific. However, the, the when, back to the... the weird ass unicorn thing that was going on the, the when they played some of those songs they had it tuned a bit wrong and it was so ear piercing some of that <laughs> it's just deafening it's terrific 
And then, yeah, I had my sneezing fit, and then I had some food. Yes, you, t- you had your ribs. Yeah. You had your ribs. Ribs and chips. And then and then I I made a joke when you guys were walking onto the onto the platform or you're walking into the train station and oh, I'm, I'm, I made a, I made a crack about Svenja killing you and I had no idea that apparently there were three police officers standing yeah, right, right next there, to us right I there. had I had no idea did and they then, even turn and look? I, I don't even know. I don't know. I didn't. I just tried to walk a little bit faster. And then Svenio, Svenio and I were just like, oh, God, you idiot. Right then, of all times. I had no idea. And then she messaged me after, like, a minute <laughs> later and told me. I was like, wait, really? That's awesome. Oh, dear. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I'll own it. It was funny, but it's just like, for God's sake, the cops were there. Um, yeah. That was the, that, that was that. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, s- Saturday. What was that? Sa- oh yeah, work. That was Saturday. I, I went to work for two hours. I did a presentation and then left because I was ill, incredibly yeah. ill. Yep. Yeah. And then all that, all that partying caught up with you. Yeah. No, I don't think it was just. That. I think it was going to happen anyway. It's just that I wasn't at home to catch it when it happened. Yeah. As a result, you were unable to join us on Sunday when. Mm-hmm. Svenja and my sister and I went up to the entrance to spend the day with her gorgeous doggy. Fluffboy. Gus. Oh, Gus. What a legend. Adorable. Gus is absolutely adorable. Oh, he is, isn't he? And we got to take him to the beach for the day. Oh, Gus. we had a great time. Fluffy. Pupper. Mm. Fluffy pupper. Um, yeah, I'm oh, jealous. Is. Incredibly jealous. Um, Would have been good fun. But that's all right. You've been resting, and mm. as a result, you're able to record tonight, which is wonderful. Mm. It was terrific because I used uh, the 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 doctor app, which there is, and I absolutely love it. One three hundred sick, love it. <laughs> Second time I've used it, and yeah, that because I was told by my my uh, boss at work, make sure you get a you know please because I was meant to work Monday. Please see the doctor before you come to work, and I was like, ugh. I don't want to have to see the doctor before work if I'm going to work. Like, what's the point? And yeah. then I realized on, on Sunday night, uh, actually, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go to work. I still feel as crap as I did on Saturday, which was horrific. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So I used the app, the doctor. Dying. Yeah, I'm getting better, but it's just getting a cough, lingering cough. Um, yep. And then a doctor came around to my house and said, nope, you can't go to work again. Till Thursday, so um, Thursday's my day off though, so I won't be at work till Friday. Hmm. Yep. Well, as a result, I had to uh, take one for the team yesterday. Make it sound like such a stretch, but I had to go catch up on a few movies since you've been unwell. Mm-hmm. So I spent yesterday cinema hopping, um, the wonderful Reading cinemas all over. I'm assuming all over Australia, but certainly all over Sydney. Reading Cinemas does $10 movie tickets all day, every day. So for those of you that have one near you or near enough that you would rather work to an awesome budget of $10 movies, go check it out. Um, Started the morning with Love, Simon, which... You haven't really asked me about that, have you? No, I'm not. I don't. I don't know how. I, I don't know if I want to. Go, I, I can't. I no. 
Sounds you like asked me about one. the other movies. You didn't talk about this one. Yeah, because I kind of missed it. It's kind of passed me by. I, I, I've, I've been told about it by several people what it actually is about, especially when I've asked about it, but I still can't remember what it's about. So it needs to not pass you by. It's a teenage coming-of-age coming of comedy drama about a young boy in high school who doesn't quite know how to tell his friends and family that he's gay. And it has all the hallmarks of the teenage coming-of-age films of the 80s. You know, the, the Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller, Sixteen Candles, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's right in there with all of them. It even it has all the feel of one of those 80s films. And you can just see the pouring of influence. Like It was like a John Hughes film. It yeah. really... It had all of it there, and it was beautifully made, really well cast. So it was good? <laughs> really good. Really, really good. It, all three films I saw yesterday were quite good, and I was, I was really disappointed that you weren't able to be there to watch them as well. I know, you're telling me. Yeah, but no, that, that was a really good one to kick off with. Um, shortly after that, I grabbed my dad, and we went and saw Blockers, which was hilarious mm. so very briefly the plot is um, three um, three parents um, have been bonded over the fact that their three daughters have been best friends since their first day of school it's come to prom night and the girls have decided that they are all going to lose their virginity that night and oddly enough the parents come across their, their little facebook group chat and find out so they set out to try and stop their daughters from making what they believe is a very big mistake hmm I think Svenja and I might be seeing that tomorrow <clears throat> ah very exciting yeah well you guys are in for a treat it is very funny John Cena leads an excellent cast and what I, I really liked that the kids were funny and that the film knew when to be touching and emotional as well mm-hmm. It didn't decide to just be a, you know, balls to the wall comedy. Yeah. But yeah, yeah no, I, I I really liked it. I I thought it was quite funny. I I think you will really, both of you will really enjoy it. Okay. And then and then the last one was. The last one was Spielberg's latest, the absolutely spectacular. Ready Player One. Oh, Senor Spielberg. Mmm. Pure Spielbergian magic. Cubus. I, I really want to go see it. That That's what I'm most excited for for movies, as well as the movie that's coming out today, um, which is uh, A Quiet Place. <laughs> A Quiet Place. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> yes, A Quiet Place. Very excited to see. But you do need to watch Ready Player One. I know. I, no, I do. I really want to. I really, really want to see Ready Player One. Yeah, John Krasinski directed and stars in A Quiet Place. With his wife. Yes, of course. And it is currently sitting at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, it is. I'm so excited to see it. Can't wait. Should I see it during the day on today, Thursday? I don't know. <coughs> or should I wait? I don't know. I don't know when we're going to find a time. I know. I'm, 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 too. I'm, 
Unless... But I, I, I would never deny you. Go go watch it. If you if you need to go see it, then go see it. it looks Unless AFL so finishes good. at a reasonable reasonable issue. I mean, it's starts at what seven o'clock. Yeah, so I I at, doubt we're gonna be yeah seven twenty five. Yeah, so that it goes for till about ten. Yeah, no, we're Could not gonna make it to. We're not not gonna happen. <laughs> I highly doubt it. But yeah, yeah. I, I ready player one plot. Um, in the near future, everyone's using VR headsets and spending their days in the Oasis, in the Matrix. Is, yeah, basically. Anyway, <laughs> much like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the creator decides he's going to hand over the company to a worthy successor that can find the Easter egg within the game. Enter our lead character, Wade Watts, a child obsessed with the 1980s, much like the creator of the Oasis, who understands that decade and all the pop culture surrounding it and uses that as his means to try and find the Easter egg and to gain control of the Oasis before an evil rival corporation does it. Boom. Yeah, boom. Also, as much as Spielberg tried to avoid referencing his own films, there are a fair few references in there. <laughs> like, it just it, it can't be helped. I, I know a couple of them he agreed to, and you, and you see it in the trailer. So um, the T-Rex from Jurassic Park, that, yeah. that's in the trailer. That's that's fine. The DeLorean from Back to the Future, which he produced. And also another one that got snuck in there, which was, again, in the trailer, was a gremlin. <laughs> but I promise there there is a lot more exciting stuff to be found in this movie. And I would love to talk about all of it, except that someone on this show has not seen it yet. Yes, and, it's true. And, and you need to... And also the audience in. hasn't seen it. Yeah, of course. But all of you need to check out Ready Player One. It is spectacular and it deserves a big screen. That is the one thing I must insist upon. And yes, A Quiet Place. Hopefully we will we will somehow all see it this week so we can talk about it next week. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we will be back on track with our movie reviews very shortly. So you'll be able to check them out over at our other page on the Facebook and the Instagram called The 35th Mill. Uh-huh. We, um, our, our social media person, Legend. <laughs> yeah, has been at us to return to our movie reviews. So we are adamant that we will follow suit on that. And yeah, hopefully we'll have some new reviews for you very shortly in the next week or two. Anyway... I think it's about that time. Mm. Yes, indeed. We've um, we, we've talked a lot tonight. It's been good. Yeah, exactly. We're running it's past running out of time. It's terrific. Yeah. Anyway, um, for those of you that are new, for those of you that are regulars, you're going to hear this anyway. Um, toward the end of our show every week, we like to present an award. Mm, a certain because, award. Yeah. Look. Growing up, we didn't get very many awards, so we we felt like we need we need to be able to have the power to pass it on and pass judgment the way people <laughs> passed over judgment on us. So, Indeed, you know. So, without further ado, we bring you to Sick Kent of the Week. Uh-huh. Indeed, and yes, we we have a very special Sick Kent of the Week this week. Um, yeah, there there was there was a man this week who who left a very lasting impression. Very lasting. He, um, 
I don't, I don't know. What do you say? What do you say about him? He, um, he hollered. He hollered, yeah. Repeatedly. He was a bit of a dog. He was a bit of a dog. A little bit of a dog. <laughs> Re- repeatedly hollered um, again and again and again and again and again and again. Only two phrases, effectively. Uh, three. Three throughout the entire game. Yep. So, there, there was a uh, Bulldogs supporter at the game on Friday who felt the need every... Uh, what, what would it have been every, maybe every three minutes? Maybe? Every play. Yeah, every play. Every play. <laughs> Felt the need to scream out these uh, these wonderful two words. A direct quote from the Hanna-Barbera cartoon Scooby-Doo. Uh, a quote of Scooby's nephew Scrappy-Doo. Puppy power! Except in his voice, more like, Puppy power! It needs to be more grating. Puppy power. power! Yeah! Tackle! Yeah, tackle was the other one. And then the last one he only used once, which was... yabba dabba do. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember the whole game, you were like, that's that's Scrappy-Doo, that's Scrappy-Doo. And it's like, yeah, but is it? Is he just saying that? And then he confirmed it all to us by going... Scary-Doo! scary Yeah, and then we knew what it was from. And we're like, yep, that's Scrappy-Doo. I feel like at one point he did yell out, up the doggies. Up the doggies. That oh, wouldn't surprise me. I remember the only other time I've had someone as um, repetitive and loud as that uh, in such a Oka Bogan style uh, was at a Parramatta Eels game where, where the Parramatta Eels fan, very similar tone of voice, except in a much more repetitive. I say that the Bulldogs go as every player. It was more like every set of six that the Bulldogs had with the ball. Yeah, um, yeah. Whereas at the Eels game, the Eels fan was absolutely every single, um, you know, <coughs> play throughout the entire game. The guy was like, tackle, 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 tackle. Oh my I, goodness. And I couldn't believe it. He kept going and going and we thought he was, we couldn't believe it. <laughs> Um, and then the only time he abs- actually stopped shouting tackle was when uh, the Parramatta Eels dropped the ball when they had it. And instead, his face was just of absolute horror. Like, it's like he'd watch someone in his family get shot. Um, yeah, complete man, disbelief. He, and yeah. he must have a good life. Mm. Oh, that poor man. Mm. A- any- anyway, um, to Mr. Puppy Power with your... With your massive headphones that looked like they had antennas on them. <laughs> I wish I turned around and saw him, but I didn't turn around. It, it, it looked... So the headphones were massive and there was like a giant dome on each ear. It was so one of those great. ones. It looked really old and it looked like there were antenna coming out of them for him to hear the... To get the commentary for the game. And anyway, Mr. Puppy Power, you are our sick end of mm. the week. Well done. Well, well done. scooby <laughs> Um, and yeah, anyway, on, on, uh, now we've got to that, um, and as yeah. my voice begins to fade me now, um, yes, I hope you indeed. enjoy, I hope you enjoyed the intro in your now, as it starts to come in, uh, yeah. the intro uh, or the outro now for this, this week and for the next three weeks. Thank you very much, DJ Quads, once again for, you know, last couple of weeks' um, song, Downtown Funk, I believe its name was, and this week... My everything, I think it's called. Yeah. And, um, as always, just thanks DJ Quads for being so chill about us using your music. Mm. It's like we never even asked you. No, it's true. Yeah. But no, 
it's been a good week, and hopefully we'll have another good week ahead of and us. We got and we'll look come. how much talking we got through. Look at the time. Wow. You got, a, you got an extra this week, guys. An extra six minutes or so. Yep. Well done. Very valuable six minutes. Enjoy mm. it. And hopefully we'll have a lot more stories to tell you next week. As always, if you want to be a part of the show or be on the show, contact us at the <coughs> Facebook page. And if neither of us read the message, I'm certain it'll be passed on to us by our new... We've got to give her a title. Uh, media, all things, everything, extraordinary. Our manager. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. You, she can be that. Basically, is because she has to manage us every day. This is true. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, um, yeah. Be sure to contact us on the page if you want to be on the show. If you are on the show, there is a good chance that you may actually take the position of sick Kent of the week. Mm. Anyway, we're talking too much. The music's playing. So, Phil, how are we going to end the show? Yep. Everything about it.